previously on Finish It, Who Killed Harlow Thromby. Put away your Harlow Thromby book, Matt. Throw it out the window. It's gone. Every Thanksgiving from now on, our episode will be a live read of Spooky Thanksgiving. I love this. Slowly you turn around. (laughs) Is Nick playing tricks with you dressed up as a very large turkey? Or are you staring into the glassy, beady eyes of a ghost turkey? Okay, there's a third option. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Billy the Kid Yule. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to go back. I'm Matt. Loves his horsey Yule. Nice. Do you have to do your thing again, I think. Again, Sorry. okay. And I'm Chris Billy the Kid Yule. Yeehaw. <laughs> Welcome to Finish It. A completionist choose your own adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every time I say something, this record level sk- zips right to the top. It's not record level, it's record level. Yeah, I know, but I can't say record level. It sounds weird. It does sound weird when you say it. I don't know why Record that is. level maximum. That's the new record. For the if anybody level. knows about GarageBand, please can you tell us why the record level just kind of has a mind of its own? Yeah, and it just goes automatic up all game by control is off, so don't at me about that. <laughs> and then if you do know, you know, don't even tell us. Just go <laughs> onto the Apple thing and just tell the Apple people because they have no idea. Just do a little bit of detective work. Figure out where anyway. Matt lives. Break into his house. Fix it while he's <laughs> sleeping and leave, and he'll I feel sleep better about hard, it and my stupid. laptop's always on. Just do it. It'll be so great welcome to a new edition of this goofy podcast last week we had a big time thanks choosing a situation and now we're back in the mind palace and now we're back and and uh we've been sitting i'm rolling past the mind palace reference because things are not going any better (laughs) and and um we've been sitting on our a couple reads here for a week plus at this point Yep, now we're ready um, to get back in there and itch out another little piece of dry skin from this mystery. That's right. And you know, we, I, I mentioned maybe, hey, maybe we could talk about it later, but let's talk about it right now because I can't stop thinking yep. about how many pages we have left and how many endings <laughs> we have left. A little housekeeping? <laughs> yeah, housekeeping. Oh, yeah. Hello? Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see where we're at. Drum roll, please, Matt. All right, we have read ten endings of of ten out of fourteen. Ten out of fourteen endings, so we have four endings left, and we have twenty-two pages left. Okay, so what we have to do is average. If we get one ending each week, that's two weeks, which means we got to knock out those 22 pages. That's minus a page each for the ending. So that's 20 pages that we have, right? 20 pages that we have that are not endings to do that in two weeks. We just need to rock out five pages each uh, per read average this week and next week. We don't have to do that, but that if we don't do that, then there will be several reads we will have to do that are guaranteed to not have a new ending. But you know what? New pages. So I've, I, I have found that new pages in this book can actually be pretty fun. Can. Not always. All right? It's not spooky Thanksgiving. We can't all it's be not, spooky Thanksgiving. All, every day is can't be spooky Thanksgiving. That's the whole point of spooky Thanksgiving. Is yeah, it's that's once what makes a year it special. And it is spooky. And it does not include everyone. <laughs> it does I'm not so include sorry. everyone. <laughs> um, how was your read? Do you even remember? It's going to almost be like doing a live read tonight because I sort of don't remember. I also did this read last like a week and a half ago before I realized we were going to do Spooky Thanksgiving. Right. So yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember at all what happened. It's, it's thrilling. This is really exciting. Yeah. I had to double check and make sure I did do a read. I have my notes here, so I did do one. I just don't remember what to read. <laughs> I sat down to do my read, and I looked at my notes, and I crossed out week 31 and added 32, and I was like, I'm glad I did that because I would have just read it again. Um, another little like, piece of – that would have been yeah. bad news. <laughs> we, would not have, we would not have known it, noticed no, it. No, never. And we would have been told by Twitter. <laughs> um, another piece of housekeeping, just so that everybody knows – uh, I think at the very beginning I told you that my book says Mr. Hanscom in the front. Yeah. But Mr. Hanscom is kind of hard to the... say in my brain. So 
it's kind of just Mr. Handsome in my brain now. And so frequently <laughs> when I pick up this book, I say to myself, hello, Mr. Handsome. Hello, Mr. Handsome. How I start what do you have read. for me today? Yeah. Should we dive in? Let's dive in. Let's dive in with the with the fun time with the fun time segment before we, we oh, get into these good. ancient, we can do a ancient segment. reads. Good. Um, this is um, so it's been a holiday. I just uh, I was telling you a moment ago. I just how drove was up. your Thanksgiving? It was great. We should you know what? Let's do sorry. This that wasn't real very quick. natural. <laughs> it it, it sounded forced, in naturally. which is weird because who is forcing you to make that sound? <laughs> No, that's a great. So I went down to I live in New York, New York, and I went to Northern Virginia for uh, to visit the in laws and have a little Thanksgiving. It was just my in laws and my wife and I. It was lovely. We brought the dogs. It was fun. It was very chill and very very delightful. Mm-hmm. But we got up at four in the morning today and started driving at five a.m. and mm-hmm. and got here quite early. And anyway, I'm very sleepy and punch drunk, which explains some of the stuff you're going to hear in the segment we're going to do. But how was your Thanksgiving? It was very nice. Thank you for asking, Matt. We hosted just uh, some friends over here. A couple, two couples came over, and there was some kids action. There was some pie. There was some all kinds of food. It was a good time. That is a delight. We sat outside on the front porch because it's beautiful here. Oh yeah, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. So, so the segment today is uh, it's a choose your own beverage segment. Uh, oh, I know that segment. Beverage. Oh, there it is. Choose. Your own beverage because this party, party is CYOP. It's CYOP. Choose your own beverage. It's CYOP. Choose your own beverage. It's CYOP. So beautiful. So I wanted to put together a little beverage to help everybody unwind after the holidays because mine was nice, yours was nice, but everybody's maybe you know when you're with family, you got conversations going. Sometimes it can get complicated, and sometimes a little awkward and frustrating. Mm-hmm. So here's family's complicated. That's right. So here's a little drink for you to enjoy uh, to unwind after that holiday. I call it the Green Johnny Keen or the green that's a great eagle, name or the green hawk or the green what was the other one val falcon falcon <laughs> um you can pick whatever whatever name you want or the falcon you could just say that and people will know what you're talking about so this is a very simple delightful cocktail i'll run through it real quick we're gonna put up a page on the site actually um probably not till the new year but drink soon. recipes yeah, we'll have all the uh, choose your own beverage recipes there, so people yeah. can find it. It's gonna look pretty. It's gonna be nice. But this is simple. This is a gin and tonic. Um, uh, I use Broker's Gin. I'm showing my brother the bottle right now because Broker's Gin, when you buy it, is hey, it's cheap. It's nice and cheap. But it also wears a goofy bowler hat. The bottle, just like this, oh, I like this, that one. I remember that one. Just like this man does, I think, in one of the pictures, or he certainly seems like a bowler wearing mm-hmm. gentleman. So you make yourself yeah. a, a gin and tonic. I, I do a shot and a half of gin, and then put in a, just just a quarter of a shot of the Midori liqueur that uh, uh, avid listeners will remember I used in the last one and still have around. The last time we did cheese and beverage for the green, green color, it's, melony. it's delightful. Um, and then you're for his green melon. A little, exactly, it's green because his face is green for some confusing reason. Um, Yes. And then you're going to fill it up with the tonic water. You want to splash a lemon or lime juice, whatever you got around. Um, but the fun thing is, you know how you do, so when you get a cocktail, sometimes they put stuff on the rim of the, the cocktail glass? Sure they do. Okay, yeah, I was asking you. So the, um, Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> I use this. It's wasabi fumi furikake. And this is stuff you get in the stores. And it's like seaweed and salty stuff and stuff, and it's like flaky and delicious. That's what it sounds like when you shake it around. And it's got wasabi flavor. So you put that all over the the rim of the glass, and you get this good wasabi flavor. That's a spicy flavor, right? Drink, huh? Is it it like is it really spicy? No, no, it's just a little wasabi kick. Just a little wasabi kick. Oh, just a little. Okay, okay. sticking with the green theme. And then it's also got seaweed Mm -hmm. and sesame in there. So when you put the glass up to your face and you smell it, it smells like the attic of a barn where mm, maybe an owl has right. made its nest. 
it's it's definitely an mm. animal smell. It's not super appealing. But neither <laughs> is Johnny Keane. The the falcon. I would imagine it also I would imagine it also has a bit of a smell that you could find maybe in a apartment building with very small apartments so that you get kind of <laughs> smells from every direct yeah. from different homes all blending together yeah in one smell basically yeah it's the smell yeah. where in any small rodents are making their home long term that may cause a raptor yeah. to um hang around nearby sure. in order to eat them this is yep. the smell that you get when you put mm-hmm. it to your face but then you get a nice melanie uh, uh, sip of of gin and tonic when you take a drink so expect beautiful photos. If people of that wanted one, to enjoy themselves, yeah. if people wanted to enjoy themselves, could yeah, they yeah. simply leave off the rim job? Yeah, yeah. I would say if you, I would say yes. Um, if you want to have a drink that tastes okay. good and doesn't bother your all your senses, there's like the sense of taste. Yeah. Um, I would not yeah. do the thing I just said to do. I would. Uh, I mean, try right. it. It's really. It's kind of funny, and it, it looks pretty, and it tastes weird. But yeah, you're gonna sure. not want to do sure, that sure, too sure. much. But that's the but there is that's a consequence. The, that's a green Johnny Keen, and I hope you enjoy. This has been that's very exciting. Bridge, and to celebrate, I, I love I, getting I a new recipe to, from my brother. I wanted to write a little song about about the Falcon because I uh, I have been chasing him down in my reads of late, and I thought it would be a good time. Um, so instead of just doing a one song, well, actually, this is not true. So I was very tired today when I sat down to record this song after driving to New York from Virginia. <laughs> um, and so I thought, well, hey, um, maybe I can show kind of the songwriting process that I at least I use uh, from time to time. I like that. So what I've delivered to my poor brother are five files. Um, they're only about half minutes, yeah. so please don't stop listening. Um, but each one is a take. So it's the first five takes of this song. I found just a goofy song that's pre-written in GarageBand. Oh, And then improvised okay. a melody and lyrics over it. So this is like the kind of thing I would do until I found some stuff I liked. And then I would piece, actually write that down and do it for real. So instead of writing it down, okay. doing it for real, and delivering a polished a piece of content, um, I just, in about ten minutes, pooped out five not-so-polished that i hope you enjoy so people can look under the table and see how the, the pasta is broken yes that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right get under that table and break the pasta get down there the pasta is all in one piece again <laughs> um so if you want to hear where i started a pasta breaker yeah where'd you start um, it johnny keen one Johnny Keen won, and then we can just kind of roll through. And I, uh, maybe right. I have notes. I don't think I do. All right, here's a little window into Matt's process uh, for song, I guess, ex- exploration before you land on like pure exactly, gold. Let's all exactly. This in. is just starting out. Johnny Keen, oh Johnny boy, my Johnny Keen. When the falcon takes wing. With his face of green You know he's on the scene Johnny, 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 Johnny King Why don't you just take it easy, baby The Falcon Okay, a little searching at yeah, the end. Search, a little, search a little bit of searching. Yeah, like not a lot of specifics <laughs> about the gentleman. What do I remember about the guy? Let's just let's feel it out. I said the word baby. I didn't feel super comfortable about it. It seemed inappropriate. <laughs> but that's what happened. <laughs> so a maybe, free maybe Yeah, a little free associate. What do we got? What rhymes? <laughs> How does it feel? What's fun? Also, mm-hmm. this song, I really wanted to do um, a takeoff of the Grinch, the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch thing. For oh, this green, sure, for sure, this sure. guy. A little bit more of a Nora Jones vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit this song on. and I was like, wait, why does that speak to me so hard? And I don't know if I was just in an adult it, contemporary place of mind, but that was just the one. I think it I think it speaks to you because you're so very tired. <laughs> and I listen I listen to this song and I watch you drink that oh so relaxing cocktail you described. And I'm I'm genuinely concerned if we listen to the next four of these you will be asleep. Yeah, the, yeah. Everybody will be asleep by the end of the segment. Just, just as warning. 
I so mean, here's number two. I'm loving it. I'm just lit- I'm concerned about my co-host. It'll be Abia, right? I could use it. Carrying his weight. No, we come. Okay, here. All right, here's number two. Johnny King, I see what you mean. There's so much more to the world outside my door. You open my eyes when you soar like a falcon, like a hawk, like an eagle. Oh, Johnny, Johnny boy, you changed my life. Ooh. Dedicated Johnny Keen, eagle again, the jukebox guy. I gotta know okay, when so to quit, right? I, I guess I you kind of gotta know thing, when. I guess. So I also want to <laughs> okay, mention okay, again, okay. punch drunk. When I wrote this, also mm-hmm. or wrote this when I sang this, I was a little bit regular drunk. Also, I do not have a save file of any of these <laughs> songs. I just put <laughs> um, so a little, a little progression there, a little evolution, not a lot. But I also have not heard. You started these to find songs. the melody a little bit more, I think, and you feel more comfortable in the. Um, Sure. In the pastiche. Yeah, I feel good about it. All right, well, let's do the next one then. Definitely feeling the music for sure. The green in your cheeks makes me understand you're not living your life like a normal man. You're flying high. You're soaring sky high and I just watch from the ground as you fly away. You're a freak, you're a monster, don't kill that kid. Okay, so I don't okay. usually laugh at the things I do, but like um, I don't remember this very much and so <laughs> I could tell listening to it that you were that you did not remember that because you definitely were that we have transcended, like, free association to just, you turned full autopilot. Right. Like, you turned, you let go of the wheel. You say, garage band, take the wheel. Yeah. Just, do you tell me okay. what to do? Do you have anything band. you want to say about that one, or do we all call, I'll kind of yeah, know what it was? Um, I feel no. like we all kind of I think know I'm just, scr- I was just reaching for rhyme and That words. was you just letting yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's try Johnny Keen number let's four see and see if you here. can pull out of the oh, nosedive. Okay. Okay. Jukebox King, he is the most powerful man in the town. When you're gonna get your jukebox now, if you don't count out to the man with the nose like an eagle, like a hawk, like a falcon, he's a monster. Never. Is that a baby? Yeah, a little bit of a baby. Is that you being a baby? baby you know what I like about that one? You can't, it's not in the recording, but you can actually hear the sound of yourself slapping yourself in the face right before you started recording this one. Like you definitely woke yourself back up. You said, I yeah. need to focus. And you yeah. started so high energy. Yeah. It didn't last very long, but no. I, I literally said energy. never forget when I remembered that he's a bad guy. So I, I think yeah. you're hearing me remember things and reminding myself to write not that to, into the not song. To forget them. All right. Now, this is the fifth attempt, and I know you said it's not a polished. No. You didn't land on a polished version, but I would think that by about attempt number yeah. five, you'd be close to zeroing yeah in. i think you're right i think you're 100 right so what i'm expecting is a couple elements <laughs> from the previous songs that worked the best yep. kind of melded into a more coherent and cohesive performance I, is, I, do you think is that a yeah, fair I would say you could not be more accurate as to what okay, it should well, be let's go ahead and listen to the final take on johnny keen draft song untitled have you ever heard <laughs> the sad story of the worst criminal of all time let me tell you how it goes. Confronted by a child, he gave it all up. He told this kid the whole story, and that's how you learn about the man called Johnny King, the Val guy. 
Okay, so a little different. The Falcon. The, the I was having okay. the Falcon. The Falcon. I was concentrating on the F, and I messed up the rest of the word Falcon. Yeah, you turned it to a G. Which, I got a G, G in there. That's a just Valgon. as bad. Valgons, I think. Okay, are so Voltron. Um, so I think you're still exploring. I think. Yeah, I would not do more than five. I don't think. I think I would pull from. I think that one was about how bad a criminal he is, and that's a pretty good um, uh, take on the man. And so I'd probably do that and then talk about his beak thing and um, his green thing more. Gotcha. So if you if this was a f- actual song you did for the actual podcast, yeah, um, you would have done another take combining some of these elements because at this point you would have known that you weren't going to find anything else in your Correct. Yeah, I would. I've I've okay. thoroughly explored the uh, the I've exhausted I've exhausted the man. <laughs> the muse is just the muse has fled done fled 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 um, yeah so that's so that's a little insight into uh process which you can't i can't write quotes around it because i'm speaking but i think people can see the quotes around the word process every time i say it so yeah. i hope that was enjoyable it's palpable um do you think that maybe we had such a nice time reading a whole new book <laughs> last week that part of you is trying to stall the actual read of the thrombie book and you're like i'll do five songs yeah i have no doubt that that's exactly what happened choose your beverage okay well let's face the music get to the read and stop listening to the music which is what i would say if there wasn't one more segment oh no way (laughs) manufacturing (laughs) processing Thrombie. Distribution. Thrombie. Innovation. Thrombie plastics. Thrombie plastics. Where the few... Uh, if, if you need a... Uh, I'll forget it. Call the ad boys. Ad boys. Welcome to Ad Boys, Thrombie Plastics Edition. Thrombie Plastics is in trouble, Matt. The Ad Boys have to come up with a new slogan for Thrombie Plastics because they don't oh, have one. It's a good thing I was we're just thinking about Thrombie Plastics and how we didn't learn anything about them. And at this point, I don't think we're going to learn anything about them. And yeah, I no, want to, not. I think a good place to start is just come up with some stuff on our own. And I was thinking I maybe it. come up with a sweet, a sweet like, um, what's it called in advertising? A slogan? Slogan. Slogan? Slogan. Like, I'm loving it. I'm loving this. I'm plastic this. Plastic? Loving. (laughs) Plastic lovers. I'm loving plastic. Plastic lovers. This is good. This is good. There's no wrong answers. We're the ad boys, I think we should decide that there's some wrong answers. That should be part of our job as ad boys. Okay, we'll put up two whiteboards. Okay. One where you can write anything. Yeah. And the other one that says wrong answers. Okay. We'll write the wrong answers. All right, smart. Um, all right, so thrombie plastics, they make probably, what do plastic people make? It's everything, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, little bits of things, large mm-hmm. things also, things that go over things, yeah. things that hold things, things that uh, support them from below, things that are How supported. about thrombie plastics? Yeah. Are things go over, under, in, and around you? No, no you can't say things go in you. I think that's <laughs> well, just I didn't, gonna... I spaced that out, in You snuck it in there, you. but that's part of the problem, I think. Okay, thrombie plastics, are things, are... Everywhere, yeah. Thrombi <laughs> plastics. Uh, we're already in all the fish. Thrombi <laughs> plastics. Whales eat our stuff all day. Thrombi no, hey, plastics. We gotta get serious. Whale snacks. Whale okay. snacks. <laughs> Thrombi plastics. Maybe like some like a from blank to blank. Like oh yeah, from from push pins to to spatulas. That's kind of that's not that's not thinking real big. Push pin to spatula. Right, right, right. Push pin small and then get bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like think of the commercial. Oh, so okay. it's it's a little kid and he's put he's run up to a cork board and he's gonna put his dumb drawing. It's a terrible drawing because he's a, such a small yeah. little kid who doesn't know how to yeah. draw yet. He's cute. Thrombie plastics and he runs up to the cork board and he puts up this terrible picture and you see all the pictures and there are all these little thumbtacks and they're all different little color plastic ends yellow blue green red. Yeah. From push pins. To um, and then. Uh, it's a dude out in a field, and he's like, he's looking at, he's like, whoa, it's amazing! And there's a gust of wind, and his his little flat hat almost blows off the top of his head, and sure. he just can't believe it. And he picks up a camera to take a picture, 
uh, and it, and then the voice says to propellers, and it's like a zeppelin, and there's this huge propeller oh, on yeah, the back of it, yeah, like yeah, bunches yeah. of propellers. Pushpins to propellers. Yeah, that's good. When you when you when you need a that's good. Thing. No, from pushpins to propellers. Put that one on the whiteboard. The whiteboard that doesn't say wrong answer. Right. On it. All right. But so then we need a so we need a button on that though. Thromby, oh, okay. we'll give so you a button for that. Thromby, yeah, we put the push. button on that. Uh, here's the button. It's a button we made <laughs> in our factory. Looking for a button? Here's your. Maybe we need something. Maybe we need something a little bit more like relatable. You know what I yeah. mean? Pushpins to propellers is a little like big business. Something that's true. That, that's like, true. Something the working further. people can identify with. Right. Like Thromby Plastics, a family a family business <laughs> with. Family plastic. <laughs> no, fa- thing, no, family plastic. Let our family. <laughs> a family business would plastic. definitely be the one that Thromby would pick. It'd be terrible. <laughs> uh, we should think about the man. That's a good point. We should think about the man. Okay. Thromby plastics. Hard, buy, hardly... buy my stuff if you want. Just don't get mad at me. <laughs> Thromby plastics. Did my wife put you up to this? What has she told you? Plastics. I don't trust my wife. (laughs) Thromby Plastics. Can you save me from my wife? Here at Thromby Plastics, we're a family business, and my wife, I think, wants to kill me (laughs) in my family. Thank goodness for my niece and nephew. You know my. (laughs) Thank goodness for my niece and nephew. Thromby Plastics. (laughs) I think. How do we know when we're done with this? Is a great segment. How do we know when we're done? I could do this for uh, an hour. I think you don't. I think it's, we throw stuff at the wall, let it stick, and we get up in the morning and see what's still stuck on the wall and what's on the floor. I see. See what sticks, and then we go into work and we quit. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. We get fired for throwing things that stick on the wall. Thromby. Thromby plastics. Thromby means... Thromby. Means quality. Thromby means... Thromby. Variety. Forever. Thromby means forever. What's been something's really like been to pl- Thromby means pliable. Thromby. Pliable. We're the most pliable organization. <laughs> pliable. Uh, uh, I don't really have. Our bottom line is flexible. <laughs> Does that mean anything? <laughs> that, no, Stretching I think Stretching the a bottom line. Is that? <laughs> yeah, and it's a guy and he's smashing his face through saran wrap or something. He's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thromby Plastics. The buck was made by us. It's a plastic model of a buck. <laughs> plastic dollar bills for president. Thromby Plastics, <laughs> where the future won't be seen by the CEO. Jeez. Because he gets murdered. Oh, yeah, right. Th- uh, hmm. I think that's it. I think we've exhausted all of the ideas. You got anything else? Thromby. Uh, no, I don't have any more ideas. <laughs> aim, uh, Thromby Plastics. Aim for the stars. Fly there in a plastic space shuttle. <laughs> Aim for the stars with a slingshot. And like in the slingshot is like a little toy space shuttle made of plastic. And the slingshot is made of plastic. That's a good pitch for a commercial. Absolutely. And then it hits the a kids' kid glasses. And the kids' glasses were made of plastic. And they're easily repairable or something. That's yeah, not, that's not really a, a slogan. Person. Yeah. No, no, no. I like setting it in the factory, though. The commercial in the factory, I think, could be really good. You got the guy working hard and, like, a kid playing in the corner. You know, there's always kids hanging out in the factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, his toy breaks, and the guy walks away from the assembly line to give him, like, a new toy or something. Yeah. And then he gets fired because you can't just walk away and, like, give away products off of the assembly line. Right. You can't do that, even if it's a kid. But Thrombi, his heart quality right assurance before all. <laughs> Thromby, plastics. There's a million other workers out there. <laughs> Thromby, plastics. Now hiring. <laughs> Thromby, plastics. From jukeboxes to magnifying glasses. I love it. I'm just trying to go with what we know about the town. Yeah, <laughs> what definitely exists there. Those okay. are the two objects we I think, know about. I think we'll wake up tomorrow morning. We'll find that some of those ideas have stuck with us. I think so. And some of them haven't. Yeah. So... Good job. The ad boys did it again. Ad boys are ad boys saved the day. And Good job, ad boys. It only took them fifteen minutes. To... <laughs> uh, all right, I guess that's probably enough stalling. Yeah. All right. I feel like maybe I was also stalling because I don't want to read this book. <laughs> I got the impression. So that's bit. why I did a segment, even though it wasn't my week to do a segment. <laughs> 
Hey, that's all right, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's been just a year since the robber climbed in your Aunt Miranda? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. There's another segment here. Stolen with segments. Yeah. Stolen with segments. Oh, we're stolen with segments. That's right. Stolen with segments. Oh, welcome to another favorite segment, Stalling with Segments, where we talk about all the segments that we used to stall. Okay, cool. Hey, so what segments have we been stalling with today? So far, the only things that we used to stall with today were um, we started yeah. with the uh, Choose Your Own Beverage. That led Choose Your Own Beverage, yeah. Which has a long song, so that's really good stalling, because that's yeah. got a, like a 40-second song. Multiple editions of a song, which really, really pushed things off. Well, no, I'm just talking about the Choose Your Own Beverage song. And then... Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did songs for the segment which is yeah. a whole another level of stalling so five for, yeah and of then the same first song. i made people listen to me describe out loud yeah. a cocktail recipe with no images no description of the flavor or anything yeah. so that's like as bad as it gets yeah and you um did say that all of the different versions of the song were about half a minute and they're all 40 seconds yeah yeah so i thought that was a good move too yeah it was, it was misleading yeah and bought us a little bit more stalling time. And I have to say, I wasn't. Great. I really, I wasn't necessarily planning on talking about each one, but having a conversation about each one was a great idea on your part, just yeah, to push things really, off. That really stretched it. Yeah. Just really stretched it. And then I brought in the thr- Ad Boys Thromby Plastics Edition. Very segment, surprising. Just as to use that uh, to stall as well, which is fantastic. And I liked right in the um, middle of the Ad Boys intro song there's about what felt like a solid minute of just sound effects of the ad boys office <laughs> with nothing yeah, yeah, happening yeah. where i just was like what's going on um, well i was so trying that, to build a world you did and also i, I was I trying to stall um, but yeah, yeah you really mostly and then you the other thing we did is that we do we started a segment about stalling with segments right and we went through and talked about each segment that we used to stall and i just we started wanna... by talking about stalling with the choose your own beverage segment yeah uh, which has a really long song. Really long great. song to begin with, and then, and then the cocktail. you did five songs within that segment. Right. About, uh, I got caught in a stalling loop. Oh, st- <laughs> oh no. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm sorry. I love that. that. was terrific. <laughs> Again, all these songs, if you want to stall anything in your life, yeah. all of these songs can be found at our SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud, oh, my gosh. comma, Nobody finish it is pod, listening anymore. That the was dot com. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of this podcast. Uh, let's get back into Thromby. I miss it. It's been just a year since the robber climbed in your Aunt Miranda's bedroom window at 2 o'clock in the morning. Get out, she screamed at him, and that's just what he did, taking her pearl necklace with him. All right, let's break this down, Matt. Did you go to the dinner or not? No, we're just busting in as though there are people who are starting to listen. Can you imagine listening to this, episode, this podcast for the first time in this episode? Uh, yeah, I always think about that. But to be fair, this really should be listened to from the beginning, so that's on them. And to be fair, if anybody started with this episode, they're out. They're not still here. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. I think you already know that I turned down his invitation and told him I was a little Man. busy. Okay, I went to dinner. Whose turn is to go first? I do. Or do we not do it like <laughs> Who that? I remember. <laughs> um, here, why don't you go first? Okay, yeah. Great, I have a great feeling idea. you had a short adventure. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just not interested. So I wake up the next morning thinking about Harlow Thrombey, who he's with, what he's been doing. Is he thinking of me? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I get a call from his lawyer. He says, oh, he's dead. And I'm like, he's what? Yeah. Um, and so my my option here is, am I going to go off to the Thrombey house, do some investigation, or am I going to go talk to Inspector Proofrock? I think you already know. Yeah, I'll go talk you to go to talk to Inspector, Inspector Proofrock. So I go there. He right. gives me he gives me some crumbumminess, and then uh, hands over the police report, which gives me every single fact about everything, uh, which is delightful. When I return home, I got a note slid under the door that says, "Hey, if you want to know something, check out the White Horse and talk to a guy named Falcon." Okay. Uh, so my options are check the police records or um, go to the White Horse Inn and look for that Falcon fella. I think okay. You what did you choose know. to do? That I go to check the you... police records. Good. Okay. Good. That's very good. So now I'm a small boy looking. So at were you, a large you were, okay, book. Okay. You were. T- can you remember back? You, were you just like really trying to take it seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah okay. yeah yeah. Trying I'm, to be I'm a, trying to clean trying out, to be a book clean out this, this branch of of storyline. Right. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. So so I'm in the in the police records room. I I discover uh, there's no guy named Falcon in there, but there's a guy named John J. Sure. Keen. See, you know, I miss his name is John J. Keen. That's a, that's a funnier. Thing to put in a song that John, John J. Keen is good if you had actually like done a little research, yeah. If, yep, you're yep, oh boy. 
uh, uh, one, uh, his alias is Henry Hawk. He's been twice convicted for bribery, once for robbery. This guy sounds like a bad guy. Could he be Mr. Could this be the Falcon I'm looking for? So my options are to investigate Mr. Keene or to head back to the okay. Thromby house, page 89. Sure. 89. Nice. Which I'm a pass on because I don't need that talent right. wrapped on my head. So off I go nope. to Mr. Keene's place. Okay. Uh, and I meet up with the superintendent of the building. He's like, I know that guy. Uh, yeah. He came just in time. He's leaving town tonight, but you shouldn't go up there. He doesn't like visitors, he tells me. Okay. My options are, do I go up and see Mr. Keene? Do I wait outside for the guy? Uh, You you went up before, right? That's right. Okay, so you, you wait for him? Yeah, I'm going to wait. Just like at the, at, the, at the front door? Exactly. Okay. This is a new page. This is a new page. What? It, yeah, I know it's a new page. Oh. Did you want some? Yeah, play the thing. Are you stalling? Play what thing? Is this more stalling? Oh, you want, I know what you want. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> New page. All right, so if Keene is a criminal, it would be foolish to knock on his door just about he's, just as he's about to get out of town. I'll learn more about him if he doesn't know I'm on his trail. So here's oh, where things nice. get interesting. Capping this is your... the beginning of about a five-page branch, right? Because that's what we need to do, about five pages each um, from here on out. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Capping your head with a wig of curly gray hair from your disguise what? kit. What? <laughs> yes! You have a disguise kit? We didn't even know. This is the first... This is the only time he's ever used a disguise kit? Yeah, and he, this young boy dresses as What a wasted opportunity! <laughs> so what is... Oh, sorry. Tell me... Okay. Describe the disguise kit? Uh, capping your head with a wig of curly gray hair. Okay. You take a seat on the front steps of a nearby house, as one does, and pretend to read a newspaper. <laughs> so I cannot picture a version of this wig that isn't excruciatingly <laughs> conspicuous. I think the only... He's holding a newspaper up in front of his face, right? So maybe you just see Which a little gray enough. over the top. But he's still just sitting on the steps of a house, and he's still clearly <laughs> a boy in boy's clothing. With his little boy fingers. <laughs> It's perfectly smooth. Little tiny boy fingers. Uh, Have you ever seen a boy holding a newspaper? It's ridiculous looking. (laughs) Um, A red sports car pulls up, and a trim, bearded man steps out. He hurries into Keene's apartment (gasps) building. It's Dr. Robert Lipscomb. Robert Lipscomb! You jump out and peer into his car. There is a piece of notepaper on the front seat. Keene's name and address are scrawled on it, and also the words TWA Flight 40 at 415. What? For people listening at home, TWA used to be an airline company. <laughs> I don't the think wild they air. Anymore. I think is what it's yeah, the for. wild, wild, wild air. But the W's are all connected. So wait, I'm sorry. Where did you find the the that was the in note? Dr. Robert Lipscomb's car? Oh right, you went ran up and checked his car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you cross the street to a payphone. Call Proof Rock and tell him what you've discovered. Why is that well, old boy breaking into that car? <laughs> A, I'm sorry to bother Somebody you, Somebody stop that Lipscomb, old boy. There's a very old, small boy <laughs> breaking into your car. Uh, so you call Proof Rocky, tell him what you found. While you're talking, Keen and Robert come out of the building and get into his car. Okay. Proof Rock says Johnny Keen is a hitman. There's only one reason Robert would visit him, to pay him off for keeping quiet. I'll, well, that's not, that wouldn't be where I would jump to. I would assume that he, the hitman killed the man. But whatever. He, Proof Rock is better than we thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll have my men ready at the airport to meet them. You've given me all the information I need to solve the Harlow Thrombey murder case. You wait. Turn to page. No. You wait for Proof Rock <laughs> to thank you for your work, but that's not his way. The end. Turn to page. No. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> really? Really? Where are we going to find all these stupid pages? I don't know. I do think that's the last of that, that, little loops. that branch. Is that... It feels like that's the last yeah, that branch. I'm pretty I think all of the going other, through. I've read everything else. cauterized. Yeah. That was exciting, though. We got a disguise. A disguise. He's got a disguise kit that seems to contain believe, a wig and a newspaper. I can't believe it's the first time he's used a disguise kit. I like to think that he's sitting on this, this stoop of the house, and he lowers the newspaper, and he's giving himself full hobo makeup, like hobo mime makeup. <laughs> and he's just yes, got a big yeah, frown yeah. on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was my nice and quick, that read. Man, I can't believe it never even mentioned the disguise kit and all the cool stuff that it says that he bought. It's a real missed opportunity, I agree. Yeah. Wow. I like that one. Yeah, it was fun. One new page. Well, only one new page? Mm-hmm. Okay. Down one, But you got an ending. And it was the new page. So now we only have 22, 21 pages to get. With only three endings. <laughs> so that's seven pages seven per pages. read. Yeah, so long as we're averaging seven pages per ending from here on out, we're good. Okay. Cool. Um, ha. 
Okay. So you did the segments this week. Yeah. Are you making up a quiz right now? No, Matt. <laughs> I prepare for our podcast, and I know that whenever it's your turn to do segments, it's my turn to do the quiz. Are you so still, clearly, to explain this to I, me as a way to stall. Can you let me finish a sentence? <laughs> I guess I'll just start the sentence over. I know that when you do the segments, it is my turn to yeah, do a quiz. Obviously. So clearly, I'm prepared for that. It's brutal. I'm trying to finish a sentence. Could you? Would you mind? Is there like lag or something? It'd be very, very rude. Okay, let's Sorry. let's go ahead and dive in. Okay. <laughs> it's a game we always like to play or whatever. It's choose your own adventure. Or dot dot dot. Okay. <laughs> this quiz that I definitely prepared at oh, the time boy. is choose your own adventure or episode of Quantum Leap. Oh boy, that would really. Have we done that? James, I think James suggested that for the last one. I think that's why it leapt to mind five days ago when sure, I planned of this. Course. <laughs> the first one is <laughs> The Cave of Time. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Choose Your Own Adventure. No, it's just a joke. Come on. Oh, I, I got gotcha. you. Quiz. That's funny. Don't be ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. But does that count as me getting one? Yeah, it does. You get a freebie. That's awesome. All right. The tension is built. <laughs> yeah, it's there. <laughs> the first one is oh man it's a live quiz live quiz (laughs) (laughs) live quiz it's a live quiz a hunting we will go um that's gonna be um uh quantum leap it's quantum leap that's That's right okay i started you off with an easy one thanks a lot uh sam assumes the existence of a bounty hunter who falls for the pretty fugitive (laughs) handcuffed to him that's romantic that's pretty good right okay the next one is hurricane let's choose your own adventure I'm sorry, that's an episode of Quantum Leap. Can you just check and see if that's a choose your adventure also? I'm going to fact check you while we're doing this. <laughs> that's fair, actually. Let me see. What was the episode about? Hurricane. Yeah, no, that is also a choose your own adventure, number 82. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get a point for that. Beautiful. It is both. The episode is about as Hurricane Camille threatens the Mississippi Gulf area, Sam becomes a deputy sheriff evacuating the residents. Oh, that's rough. So i got to watch that show. Serious? The wrong stuff. <laughs> that would be an amazing adventure. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that that's a uh, quantum leap. Have you not pulled it up the list of choose your own adventure? It is a quantum leap, okay. but it would be fantastic as a choose your own adventure if you were an astronaut and you just couldn't ever get into space, no matter what you did. <laughs> amazing choose your own adventure would be like just what astronauts actually have to learn and do, and it's just like solve, oh, yeah, solve the... for this geometry situation. Soul yeah. for this, and you just blow it every time. And you're like, wow, I really you don't know all that stuff. Uh, yeah, you would learn a lot of respect for astronauts. Mm-hmm. Sam descends into a lower life form as he leaps into the body of a chimpanzee that is part of an interspace, interspecies communication experiment and a candidate for space travel. I gotta that say, fantastic. that chimpanzee must have been the very best at interspecies communication of any chimpanzee ever. If there was a whole man inside of it, yep, seems like cheating. <laughs> Gunfire at Gettysburg. Ooh. That's going to be a... Come on, can you just at least bring up the Choose Your Own Adventures and pick one? <laughs> that's another. That's going to be another um, Quantum Leap, yeah? I'm sorry, Choose Your Own Shut Adventure. Shut up, no way, that's amazing. Number 151. See, I'm going to fact check you on the Quantum Leap now. <laughs> now you, now I, I'm not going to do it real time, go ahead. The Search for Champ. The Search for Champ. Oh, that's Choose Your Own. Yeah, it is Choose Your Own. It was renamed... Uh, in 2008, as the lake, the lake monster mystery. Pretty tricky, man. Yeah, the last gunfighter. Ooh, quantum leap. An elderly gunfighter in 1957, Sam's reputation as a 19th century hero is threatened by a jealous ex-partner. Whoa. Mm-hmm. All right, I really gotta watch that show. Roberto! Exclamation <laughs> point. Qu- quantum leap. It's Quantum Leap. How did you know that one? I had to guess. As a controversial talk show host in 1982, Sam links extraordinary <laughs> events to a manufacturer of lethal chemicals. Whoa, Roberto doing some actual reporting. I know. Blood Moon. Ooh. Quantum. Sam leaps into what he believes to be a vampire and must keep away from his new bride to prevent himself from fighting her. <laughs> There's no way he's a vampire, is there? Do you think he's a vampire? <laughs> 
don't know. Oh, he must have felt uh, so dumb. I think, I think he's convinced he's a vampire, which means he was probably having a mental break, which I imagine must have happened a few times in his career as a body jumping. Or like Halloween was coming up and they were like, let's just write this dumb episode of this show. It's been on for a million years. That doesn't sound right. Let me see. No, I'm, that came out March 10th, 1975. Whoops. <laughs> I could have done a little better with that one. Wait a second. Nope, 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 nope. March nope, 10th, nope, nope. 19. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait. March 10th, 1975 <laughs> is the date that he jumped into. All of these have the date that he jumped into. I got very confused for a second. That was confusing. What did it, it air? It aired February 9th, 1993. All right, that's more confusing. <laughs> All right, do you know do you know when to stop? Killing time. Killing time. A quantum leap. <laughs> it is quantum leap. Man, you're good at this. And is quiz. it killing time or I thought I made a tough time? one. Killing like, now's the time. Apostrophe. What's the explanation? What's the episode? While Sam leaps into the life of an escaped serial killer who is holding a woman and her daughter hostage, the real killer escapes from Al. What? Oh, I guess he's not the real killer. He's like an an, an alleged serial killer. Oh, okay. All right. Well, are you ready for the lightning round? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you summer are you? camp? Uh, summer camp. That's gonna be quantum leap. I'm sorry. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, that sounds like a fun one. Uh, stranded exclamation point. Choose your own adventure. That's right. Promised land. <laughs> quantum leap. <laughs> That's right. As a farmer in his hometown during Christmas 1971, Sam goes after a bank president. Whoa, Sam! Revenge of the evil leaper. Are you pronouncing the last word correctly? <laughs> Revenge of the Evil Leaper. <laughs> oh, Quantum Leap on account of leaping. <laughs> You're right. Alia's arrival precipitates a lover's leap with Sam that lands him in a woman's prison where Zoe attempts to kill them. There's a super, there's a bad leaper. Holy cow. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of this show that I just actually never watched, and yeah. I think I missed out on some serious gold well great job i thought i made a real tough one for you this week but you beat it again was the lightning Matt. round three things yep that's what's really called fast. lightning round it's fast <laughs> see this is setting a very dangerous precedent where we might just be like mm, i don't know i'm i just, i'm sorry i just got a text from our mom uh-oh what'd she say hi mom sorry to bo- sorry to bother you but where did you get your snowflake light tree topper target yes target just tell her that that is correct that's a little and free advertising me. for Target. And you never bothered me with your texts, Mom. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I like that that's now in a podcast and everybody's going to be like, okay, that bothered me a little bit. Oh, come on, I guys. was listening. It's, it's just, mom. it really threw out. Uh, you guys were making up content. <laughs> Eyes on the road. <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to hear what happened to me? I guess. So do I, because I can't remember <laughs> what happened. So I did go to the party, because I'm a serious detective who takes my work seriously. Yeah, of course. Um, same old, same old. This time I decided to play pool okay. with uh, Thrombie and nice. Lipscomb. It was all right. It was the same, you know, same game, different yeah. day. Um, yeah, I met everybody. Sure. Thrombie died. <laughs> this time I decided to talk to everybody as a group. That was the okay. first big choice. Talk to the witnesses one at a time or everyone as a group, so... I did that, but that was some did, Aaron did Aaron that, did I believe. That. Yeah, yeah, Aaron yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Which um, was a foolish mistake, I think, because I think there were other choices I could have done. Yeah, we gotta pick up them pages. Yeah, that's on that's on me. That's <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so I talked to everybody. Chartwell butts in, takes over. I love the picture here. The the just the proportions. It's just a picture of me. <laughs> Chartwell and Jane, and Jane is sitting down in a lounge chair, and Chartwell is standing next to her, and she's about twice as large as him. Yeah. She's clearly, no, I'm sorry, it's Lipscomb. She's clearly in the background. Robert Lipscomb is in between you and her. Yeah. You yeah. are the largest person there. Jane is clearly the second largest, and Dr. But Lipscomb her head is, is just as big. tiny thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a tiny, tiny thing. Anyways, that takes me to page 34. I don't get too much good information. Um, and then I have a choice, too. Uh, basically, Prufrock shows up. I'm not welcome in the interrogations anymore. Correct. So I can choose to inspect the greenhouse or go to the hospital to talk to Jenkins, the gardener. I decided to go back to the greenhouse because I believe I was trying to find the bottle with oh, fingerprints. Right, 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 right. Send that off. For turn that in so that later on in the read, I can say that I turned in the bottle with the fingerprints because right. I think that's some pages we haven't gotten. Yeah. So I went to the greenhouse, which is. 
also what the Falcon calls his place. Um, if you check for further fingerprints and other clues in the greenhouse, turn to page 37. Or, okay, I see what happened here. <laughs> I walk across the lawn wet with the evening dew. Yeah. Um, so I inspect it. I find, I find that the door was jiggered open. Prufrock comes tells me he's taken off. And I can either check for more stuff in the greenhouse or go back to the pantry. Right. I'm sticking with the greenhouse because I want to find that bottle. I want to get those fingerprints. Love it. I want to cross off those pages. Obviously. Takes me, takes me to page 37. And this is the page where I take some fingerprint impressions. Most of them are the same person. But you find another man's thumb and fingerprint on a bottle of rat poison next to where the what? arsenic bottle stood. You drop them off at the police lab and head for the Thromby house the next morning. Okay. So, boom. Bottle's been dropped off. Yeah. I can come back. Nice. Pick that up later. Excellent. Get that off our plate. Uh, so this is that next day where you show up and Helga meets you at the front door and shows you into the library. Yeah. Everyone's here except for the Proof inspector, right. so I can choose who to talk to. Um, and I don't think I had talked to Angela here. You know, Usher, <laughs> yeah, this is, again, this is one that Aaron got, I think. Oh, okay. Because uh, this is where it says something about her reminds you of a cat. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So I talked to her. She tells me all about Dr. Marlowe, who is exactly an hour away and exactly when her appointment was. Um, she lays it out for me and I say did you go to the pantry at all after I left you and Jane in the music room at 8.30 no exclamation point (laughs) Jane and I played piano duets Um, and my choice at the bottom here I glance out the window I see um, a big black car pulling up Mm -hmm. and it's Jane with Mr. Pram what's her lawyer Mr. Pram Gilliam Pram Gilliam Pram so my choice I have three choices here talk to Chartwell um Talk to Inspector Proofrock, oh. or go outside and talk to Jane. And I'm pretty sure Aaron talked to Chartwell here. Yeah. So I decided to talk to Inspector Proofrock. New page. Hey. <laughs> I've been giving this case a lot of thought. Proofrock tells you it's mm. odd that you were walking. You were walking around the house freely while other guests were busy. You are the only one who could most easily have committed the crime. And you have motive. You start- and you have. Come on, Proofrock. <laughs> step it up, man. <laughs> You start to protest, but Prufrock obviously wants to do all the talking. Of course, he continues, you would be the last one I would suspect, which is a weird burn, I guess. (laughs) I would be astounded if you turned out to be the murderer. But if everyone else were logically excluded, that would, of course, mean that you were guilty. Well, Now get out of here. You're interfering with my work. Murderer. (laughs) <laughs> so he's coming at me from every angle yeah. i'm not quite sure what he's trying to confuse for. you i think he's got a crush on you i think he's trying to get in my head yeah uh proof rock <laughs> waves you away and you're glad to leave of course he doesn't really suspect you at least you hope not this just i just don't know how to read this situation yeah, this i'm a very bad detective <laughs> but he's such an idiot it's sometimes hard to know what he's thinking Ooh, slim yeah, it's pretty hard. You return home where you're surprised to find that someone has left a note outside your door. That's right. We have another illustrated note. Oh, my gosh. It's a different note? It's a different note. You want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. What did Jenny Mudge have to say to us? <laughs> I have some important evidence for you. Meet me at the White Horse Inn at 5 o'clock. I'll be sitting under the clock. Henry Falcon. Okay, so here here's a question. The note that was... We decided it was Jenny Mudge who delivered that note mm-hmm. that I got. Said to go to the Falcon. Yep. The, who do you think that's who? Who do you think it really? We don't have any idea. Here this one might actually to believe be Henry Falcon. It's the Falcon. Is it the well, same handwriting? Well, I imagine that Jenny Mudge has the Falcon do stuff for her a lot. <laughs> of course, she's got something on the Falcon. I feel like early on, that's one of the first people she got under her thumb right. was the Falcon. Yeah. So he's terrified of her. He's not going to turn on her. She's just like, do you love jukeboxes? And he's like, yeah. She's like, can you read? He's like, nah. She's like, take this note to this kid's house. He's like, all right, whatever. That sounds like much. Go on to page 77. I'm going to show you a very different illustration of the man they call the Falcon. No way. No, he looks nice. He looks quite friendly. He looks like a very smiling old man, doesn't he? Same old bird nose, but he looks uh, very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Half an hour later, you walk up to the neatly dressed man sitting under the clock in the lobby of the White Horse Inn. Okay, this is five o'clock on the second day. Yeah. Should you have seen him when you were waiting in the White Horse Inn for two yeah. days? Presumably Jenny Mudge didn't okay. tell him in, in my timeline to go sit under the clock. Different timeline. He just didn't do it in that timeline. Yeah. Okay, I got you. That makes sense. Half an hour. That makes a lot more sense than like 
seven hundred of this boy walking around to do doing this all at the same time. <laughs> Half an hour later, you walk up to the neatly dressed man sitting under the clock in the lobby of the White Horse Inn. He rises to meet you and points toward a chair. You can't help staring for a moment at his hawk-like nose. Falcon's the name, he says. Have a seat. I didn't want to go to the police about this, but when I heard you were involved, I decided I should talk to you. Because everybody's heard about the boy with the magnifying glass. <laughs> there are rumors he has a disguise kit. Please do, you reply. <laughs> a few days ago, I was walking down Hope Street and picked this up. It was already opened. He hands you a letter addressed to a Mr. Richard Kent, Hope Street. Printed what? at the top is Jane. Printed at the top is Jane Thromby's name and address. It reads, "Dearest Richard, I think of you every hour. Harlow will be out <sighs> of the way in only a few days." I will call you as soon as the deed is done. Love forever, Jane. Oh my gosh. Twist of the century. Twist right? of the century. Like what is going on here? Go on to page seventy eight. Yes, please. And that was there was an illustration page there, so I mean I've I've had a few new pages. That's, yeah, there. Nice. So we're crossing some stuff. We clean up. New page. <laughs> I couldn't decide what to do, Falcon continues. Then I read the newspaper that Har- read in the newspaper that Harlow Thromby had been murdered. I didn't want to be involved, but I felt I had to do something, so I called you. I'm glad you did, you reply. Tell me, did you <laughs> ever know either Mrs. Thromby or Mr. Kent? Never. You thank Falcon for his help and tell him you will follow With up. With no follow-up questions, you thank him for his help and move on. So in this read, he's just some nice good Samaritan. That's crazy. You have no clue. And then I have three options at the bottom of this. If you decide to investigate the letter and telephone Jane Thromby, turn to page 83. Three options? If you Whoa. feel the Yeah, if you feel the letter is false, a false lead and yeah. decide to return to the Thromby house, turn to page 89. Mm, nice try. <laughs> no towel for me. If you decide that the letter proves that Jane is the murderer, turn to page 103. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Wait, is that the ending though? What? Go ahead. What did you decide to do? Well, yeah, there's two. I, as far as I can tell, I don't think 83 or 103. Is I don't think I've been to either of those. Okay. So, but I chose the first one. I decided to investigate the letter because I want to like dig into this a little bit more. I'm not ready to accuse her yet, even gotcha. though this seemed like a very nice and helpful gentleman. Yeah. Who I have no reason to doubt. <laughs> so I turned to page 83. New page. You telephone Jane Thromby. Helga answers. She tells you that Jane went to visit her lawyer, Mr. Gilliam Prem. Mm-hmm. You go to his office at once, but you find him unwilling to talk until you tell, he, tell him you have evidence that may prove his client guilty of murder. No, you him. hand Prem the letter. He glances at it and scowls. I don't know where you got this, but it's a fake, he says. Jane has a friend named Richard Kent, but he's been in Japan on business for the past month. Besides, I'm an expert, and I know Jane's signature. What you have there is a childish forgery. Oh, Come on. All fingers pointing at the mudge. I know. A childish forgery? Straight mudge. If you decide to find your own expert... Oh, come <laughs> turn on. To That's page awesome. 92. <laughs> if you decide to turn the letter over to Proofrock, turn to 93. Oh. Well, what'd you do? I... I thought I should turn it over to Proofrock, because I felt like at least they would probably have an expert or something. I thought... I might have a better bet there than just being a child looking for an expert. But I also forgot the world in which I live in right. in this book. So I turned to page 93. So I think that's a couple different twigs right there. Yep. You deliver, deliver the letter to Proofrock, and he agrees to have his handwriting expert examine it. Yes. Nice. An hour and his later, you call to find is out. like, I'm sorry, I'm only expert in Inspector Proofrock's handwriting. Inspector Proofrock, he's like, I'll call up my usual handwriting expert. It's like, ring, ring, ring. This is Gilliam Prem. (laughs) I told you not to call me again. Uh, (laughs) I know it's you because of the way you're breathing, Proofrock. An hour later, you call to find out the results. Are you ready to hear the results? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want to do a little drum roll? I'm sorry, but we had a little accident here, says Proofrock. <laughs> what sort of accident? It's one of those things that sometimes happens, even in the best organizations. What happened? I'm afraid one of our people spilled a pot of coffee on the letter, <laughs> and now we can't read anything. Oh, you hang up in disgust. It's great. As usual, there's no use expecting help from Proofrock. And write down page 93, because that's the illustration you're going to want. Oh, yep. Got it. <laughs> it's just a... Giant spilled pot of coffee completely covering a piece of paper next to a coffee mug with a flower on it. 
And that just screams proof rock. Yeah, could have so, been anybody did that. So no luck there. And then at the bottom it says, turn to page 101. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to page 101, but check this out. Okay. What should you do uh, next? Hey, What's the first option nice, on that page? Nice. Check it if you found fingerprints on the bottle of brandy. Oh, wait. No, that's the bottle of brandy. <laughs> oh, right. No, that's right. That's what I thought. at first. I did the same thing when I read it the first time. I was like, yes. But wait. no luck there. So then what um, happened? Oh, wait. No, no, no. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing twice. Okay. <laughs> I got excited and then disappointed. The second option is if you found fingerprints in the greenhouse and want to check out the lab report, turn to page 110. Are you uh, ready, Matt? Yeah, I'm ready. Page 110. Uh... New page. Nice. The lab report identifies most of the prints in the greenhouse as belonging to Jenkins the gardener, but a set of prints found on a can of paint belong to Jane Thromby. Sure. Thumb and fingerprints on the bottle of rat poison belong to Dr. Robert Lipscomb. Whoa. And a set of prints on a magnifying glass are identified as chartwells. Yeah, so none the lab of that tells you something. is important except... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? The lab report tells you something, but you need more information to solve the murder. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, you do. That's very exciting okay. there, I guess. So back to page 101. So here I am back in 101. Yeah. Um... And I feel a little disheartened at this point, so sure. I decide to give up on the case. <laughs> so I turn to page 119. It's depressing. There's nothing you hate more than not being able to solve a murder case. Oh, wow. So, okay. The Boom. end. The dupe. Well, there's no more endings at 101. That's really funny. Yeah, there's no more endings at Just 101. So at that point, there. there were no more. I, I've decided that if I end up there again, I'm, I'm going to give up on the case. I can't, I can't do the other ones. Well, that was quite a run of new things and quite a run of new information. How many new pages was that? Do you know? I don't know. Something like four or five, at least five, six. I think it was about five. Probably might be five new pages, including Very the illustration, strong. maybe six. Yeah. Yeah. So there's still hope. And that, that one little path that I went on... Um, had two other branching paths growing right. off of it. Yeah. So, uh, good work, everybody. Who had the better ending? Um, well, you just gave up. Sure, sure. I had a wig. What was yours again? I had a wig. I pretended uh-huh. to be an old man reading a newspaper. You gave Proofrock some information. And he didn't even thank me. Yeah, but I see, I went out my way. I have a disguise kit. Okay, you win with okay. the disguise kit. Disguise kit for the win. Um, and unless anybody has any other segments, I think we should probably wrap it up there. What I can make something up real quick. That's okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> um, and thank you for tweeting. It's fun to do tweets with us. Which it's uh, at Finish It Pod. It's fun to do tweets with you. I mean, it's probably fun to do tweets with us, but like, what I meant to say was that it's fun to do tweets with it's you. It's certainly not fun to do tweets with us because we're stingy <laughs> about our social media presence and we're, we're bad people. Um, if... Uh, if you like this podcast, tell some other people about it. That's a cool thing to do because then they might like it. Yeah, they could uh, maybe they could start on the garbage. spooky Thanksgiving episode just <laughs> yes. to get a, a feel for it. Uh huh. Or they could start back at the beginning of Harlow Thrombi, Really, you know, yeah, whatever they're feeling. Um, and oh, Christmas is coming up, so head over to the merch store, Redbubble. Finish it, Pod. Oh yeah, we're getting we're going to get uh, we're going to be the biggest customers at our. Merch site. That's right. Everyone in our family in will our be getting all stuff, especially if people don't listen to the podcast. They're getting a lot of stuff. <laughs> all the people who don't get listen to the podcast are getting Boy Island shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gym bags. <laughs> yeah. Throw um, pillows. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, we're getting there. Just a few more pages and yeah. a couple more endings. Yeah, we're going to tidy this thing up in a couple weeks. I think that that's pretty. We're probably going to have Gosh. to start. We're probably going to have to start thinking about. About next uh, book, yeah. All right, maybe I mean, we it's do a three, poem. It's at least we're at at least three more episodes, I think. Still, yeah, probably or at least so. two more episodes. Two more episodes. Two more episodes. Not one, but two. Boy, maybe. boy, that's exciting. Although all the pages, I don't know. We'll see. What do we think? Do you, but we you do have any thoughts thinking. about what about uh, possible books for the next read? I know Return of the Cave of Time's got to be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, genre wise. I'm kind of feeling like fantastical. Some something more genre. A little more like, like this uh, one is so grounded and gritty and dark. And realistic, I want to do something a little bit more uh, fantastical. A little more like 131, Surf Monkeys. That's... Or maybe 152, War with the Mutant Spider Ants by Edward Packard. Also very, very promising. We will consider write-in votes if there's enough consensus. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at a list of books and I'm getting really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still interested in Sky Jam. 
Sky Jam is really good. Title. The best thing about Sky Jam is that that's hyphenated for some reason, which I don't think is necessary if you're going to say Sky Jam. A <laughs> uh, um, oh, roller star. If you if you're like I'm going to Sky Jam that guy's head into his chest cavity, then I think you would have to. You'd be he'd must be upside down in that situation. But the point is, then you might hyphenate <laughs> Sky Jam. But then also there's exclamation point at the end. Maybe we should only have books that have exclamation points at the end. I'm definitely leaning toward Ninja Cyborg. What about Possessed? Mm, that is kind of intriguing. <laughs> what about Search the Amazon? I feel like that means something very different now. Oh, yeah, probably so. Like, where'd you... I need a new umbrella. <laughs> Search the Amazon. Search the Amazon. You know, that Amazon. You know. That the kids are always using. <laughs> Probably not Shadow of the Swastika. I don't know. Um, <laughs> could be a good time. The gold medal secret is all right because it's about the doping scandals. That could be intriguing. Oh, that's right. Brought to you by... Cyber Hacker could be cool just for all the tech talk. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> that does open the door to some really fantastic segments about how like technology Phaedra, uh, has failed us. Who is... What it yeah, could yeah. have been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, there's right, a lot of exciting options. options. Pretty soon we're going to be talking about that, and that'll be a fun conversation. Yeah, if people have ideas of, of books they read and love, shoot them at us, and we'll mm-hmm. absolutely consider it. Yeah, um, tweet them to us at uh, at Finish It Pod. And let us know like if yeah. there's any books you're super excited about because I don't, uh, I, I'm not super sold on anything yet. And don't forget, there's a there's a subreddit out there just for this show, and it's man. Yeah, by you can one, talk about it there too. Individual well, who is taking a lot of work on their shoulders, and we appreciate that. Yeah. And, and you are you are seen and loved. and um, It's r slash finish it pod, right? It's a great place to say mean things about our podcast. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. You really can say anything. <laughs> That's the thing about Reddit. Yeah. It's a free speech zone. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a good day or night. <laughs> yeah, hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry we're so tired and out of it. Uh, we'll see about fewer segments next time and more energy. <laughs> Or more segments and less energy. The only way to find out is to tune in next week. Yeah, or until just then, pretend you don't care and move on with your lives and have good lives if that's the case. We love you. Take care to keep your business drier than yourself. <laughs> <laughs>